I was scared. I was scared. I was scared too. You're listening to. I was scared too. Michael Myers. Freddy Krueger. Chucky. The Leprechaun. Take it away, Mr. Movies. Give him hell, kid cinema. Woo 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 woo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Step right up. Yes. Right? See, Pennywise the Dancing Clown. That's right. And the buffoonish podcaster boys. <laughs> what will they say? Hello, folks. This is a, uh, I Was Scared too. Podcast. Now, wait. There's more to that. About scary movies. <laughs> yeah. The scariest yeah, ass scary movies in the movie. world. If now, you're looking for movies that will make you go, this is that podcast. Now, you know, usually there's a tongue-in-cheek asterisk, you know, next to that, We're because we're talking about Leprechaun or Twilight or whatever. But uh, this, the movie's reputation while we were growing up was that it was, like, insanely scary. Yes. Um, and that's funny to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are moments, don't get me wrong, and we'll get into them, obviously, <laughs> but. Yes. The movie in question, or is it a TV show? It's a mini series of two episodes. Yes, and it's it. What? Yeah, but what is it? It's I it. Know, but what? But what's the name of it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, if only I could screen cap our guest, but my, I only got one hand. She was looking into the corner, and who is it? It's Aaron <laughs> O'Brien. <laughs> that's right I mean that's kind of our policy If somebody asks to be on the show We're like yeah alright <laughs> Oh yeah listen open, It's like open door office yeah. hours Absolutely Because we're the professors of horror movies <laughs> Oh ooh, new nicknames ooh, that's New a nickname good one. professors oh, yeah, of horror I'm, I'm uh, Mr. S- or, um, well, Professor Cinema Um I guess that's it, right? Professor Cinema. And I'm adjunct Professor Hoops. <laughs> so Fesh got tenure before you. Yes. Mm. That's rough. You know, there's only so many slots. and We uh, just did some Rochambeau to see who would get it first, and uh, I, I took it. So. And I was like, that's fine. You know, like, I'm, I'm still trying to make it in the basketball world. So, yeah. But then, How's that going, by the way? Okay, not good. Turn off. Oh. You got to run so much in the NBA. It's like yeah. 48 minutes of running. Yeah. And stop starting. Mm-hmm. And then if the ball comes to you, that's a whole other like series of things you have to do. Yeah. You got a lot more movement. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. A lot of movement. And a lot it, too. You, and then you're also like, you got to be aware of your surroundings, but also <laughs> It's, like it's one of the few contexts in which you have to be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I'm not very aware of my surroundings. That's one of my fatal flaws. Mm. Can That's you tell me about a time where that was true? <laughs> well, I, it did. It was a hard adjustment working in restaurants because I would bump into people a lot. And I had a, a lot of coworkers who were just like, learn to sense so so it's more of a spatial awareness rather than like a okay i understand yeah 
And you're always like, surely that person can tell that I'm behind them. And they're like, nope. <laughs> like, you got to announce it. I bumped into Then they bump into you and it's a whole thing. Yeah, the thing in restaurants is, is saying behind you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which still to this day, sometimes I'm always like, does that mean they want me to stay still or to move out right. of the way? From the term my heads up, it means to put your head down and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. From my understanding, it's just making you aware that the person is passing behind you so you, there's no sudden move, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is, yes, that's true. I'm the one who me- gets it wrong. It's like, do I? Oh, all right. Stay I've here. started using that, like, in my own house. I, I've never worked in restaurants. I just know about it. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, if I'm doing something in the kitchen, I'll just be, like, behind you. <laughs> it's, so. it's handy. People, okay, though. It's great. Listeners, you can do this, too. <laughs> it's but called anyway. being, it's, you're being courteous to others yes. by letting them know. <laughs> it isn't courtesy. Couldn't we all use a little more of that? <laughs> Folks, in this day and age, you got to be a little more courteous. <laughs> Don't you when, think, JZT? When's the last time you just said, after you? One, I did that. Commonly, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're sounding a little bit more like a like a motivational speaker than a professor right now. So yeah. maybe we need to to workshop that title. Dream. <laughs> yes. I did. I don't know if anyone knows this. I got I went I, I let someone go ahead of me in the drive through line at In and Out Burger a while ago. The guy was No, we, we hadn't heard <laughs> The guy was so blown away and so loved it so much he bought me lunch hell yeah wow that's really kind yeah of you and of that person Mm -hmm. i yes i felt bad though because i was like is it should i keep this chain going is this one of those situations (laughs) i you know you always hear about it yeah but i've never experienced that and maybe it's because maybe it's because i haven't started one (laughs) yeah but it also feels like there's just too much room for error logistically to be like so what do i do i just throw like 15 dollars generally and they can choose what is in that and what if you know i don't know well it's like person wants at least what if there's a family behind me in uh, yeah exactly in the in and out way they you order so far in advance it's like they can just go to the next screen and pay for it gotcha but um uh so it's a two window system you just because they're they're, they have so much drive-through action it's like you order pretty far in advance before paying is what you're before paying yeah yeah so you would get up to a window and say that last person owes what 3280 here Exactly. Here. Yeah. You pay and you go, Oh, can I pay for him? They're like, All right. Gotcha. And then it's All just right. like, So the that next clears things up. Yeah. But it would still suck. Then to the be next like, one dude. The family behind you is like 118 bucks. You're like, Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Ooh. We got six hungry people. Yeah. And speaking of six hungry people, there are six people in the Losers Club, I think. Uh, That's right. <laughs> right? Seven, seven, but one is the dead. Two Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. One yeah. is dead. And yes, folks, we covered it and it chapter two <coughs> from with, 2017 and 2018. Right? You were the guest on both episodes. Mm, just the first I was, one. Oh, just the first one. I just think the, the second one. one was solo, you guys. Yeah, because yeah. it was they were emergency episodes. It was like, wait, we should do this miniseries right now. And yeah. Gotcha. So we crammed it in. But since 
covering that with you guys, I've kind of become obsessed with it. Like as a um, <laughs> like I haven't read the book because I think a lot of a lot of the common knowledge around the book is this man was on so much cocaine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that like it's formless and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> there are things that I'm not sure why they're telling us, um, but there there's a lot of really like fascinating context that knowing at least like the summaries of certain things in the book or certain passages that people will pull out, knowing how it's reinterpreted in both 2017, 2019 and the miniseries is super interesting. Yeah. So it's taken on, and I think online uh, it's taken on this form online where it's almost like Harry Potter ish in, not in terms of fandom, but in terms of like the source material is bullshit uh but it has all this like super interesting um like tidbits or information or things that went on to influence the movies and the miniseries in one right. way or another so it's worth researching and it just doesn't matter if you if you've read it or not and so i i've kind of become obsessed with it in terms of like how it has been reinterpreted and the different ways like a lot of my notes are just like how uh not in a compare con contrast way, but like um, the ways which the different contexts have influenced the interpretations of who each of the losers are as adults specifically. Um, so yeah, I've kind of become like weirdly obsessed with with uh, with it as just like a story that gets retold right. um, in a couple ways. So take it away, boys. <laughs> that was was really fun about when the 2017 one came up because it was 27 years later and you're like oh that's the mythos of the of it the thing comes every 27 years like oh we're doing it and then it's like and then we're doing another one two years later and you're like well uh okay but yeah that's uh the notion of like a a, a refillable because it's not, 2017 isn't a re it's a reimagination rather than a remake because 1990 takes place in 60 the 60s and yeah. 1989 as opposed to it chapter it and it chapter two which are i think 89 and 2016 yeah uh so it's still it's like we're still obviously it's the same thing but those little updates are not game changing but it's still it's there is context that makes for instance you know uh, uh the n-word is said in this movie as opposed to yeah. <laughs> the, the other one where it's just like yeah that those things do uh change uh things what's up jzt i uh my favorite part is when <laughs> the stephen king stand in yeah and and the the cop mike right uh, Mike is a librarian, and Bill is the Stephen King stand-up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mike and Bill as adults ride for a ride on bikes. Yeah. yeah. The greatest moment in history. <laughs> here's here's what I really appreciated about this is that it really like drove home the Mike and Bill friendship that I think yeah. um, is important to the story and is important to what it is, rather than going full like plotty we you know, or like emphasizing Richie or something, right. which I have no issue with. But um, yeah, I thought the Mike and Bill friendship was really good in this. And like something that I thought was like a nice, like redeeming thing. Although it's like, hey, we're all like 40 now. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to ride bikes around town like we're kids. <laughs> I mean, but it is like they, besides Mike, no one has any memory until they get yeah. back to Derry. So it is like, that. Yeah, it's flooding back to them. Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, it's, you relive. It's, and I think that that 
that this interpretation of Bill and Mike was nice for that reason because yeah. you don't just see them regress into being kids. You see them like actively like as they're remembering being like, I remember how much I cared about these people. Right. And like that w- that I thought was really nice about this. Also, um, man, <laughs> it's really funny because the way that they have the actor for Bill's hair is like he looks like he's. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> like you turn to the side and you just notice the ponytail and it's yeah. like oh <laughs> this, yeah, is 19, this is 1990 <laughs> yeah um all right folks, so let's let's folks we need the guy help has these, a ponytail he has a ponytail so there's bill there's mike there's richie yeah, bill who is like a writer novelist yeah. mike who the librarian librarian still stayed in the town stayed, stayed in, in the town yeah. is like a historian local historian as well I yes think. yeah richie is Okay, so there's Richie and Eddie, which is very confusing. Yes. All right. Well, and uh, Rich, Richie's a comedian. Um, yes. Harry okay. Anderson in this. Great. F- uh, uh, father of Eva Anderson, a podcast guest. <laughs> yes, a sure. podcast yeah. guest. Yeah, Don't is. think she has a um, podcast of her own, but what a guest so. she is. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, great podcast, The Ride Guest. Um, and Eddie is... Uh, I think, oh man, Eddie's the blonde guy in this. I think they did him dirty in this. Uh, Mm. Eddie is like one of my favorite like characters that I've seen reinterpreted over and over. (laughs) And for like many reasons. Um, But in this, he's just like, so, okay, uh, we'll go through. Bev is the girl and Stan is barely in this. Um, And that's the Losers Club. Um, Eddie in this is like, man, um... The thing that I liked about Eddie in Chapter 2 and in the 2017 remake is that these years of being told he's, like, weak or, like, fragile has Mm. made him very angry. And, like, the way that he's played both by the kid, uh, Jack Dylan Grazer, I think, and James Ransom as an adult is that he has this mean streak. And I think that's, like, kind of a brilliant way to interpret this character. And, I mean... As a kid in 2017, the mean streak is, like, he will, like, you know, fight back if Richie teases him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this, he's, like, a wet blanket. <laughs> like, right. like, in the miniseries, he's, he is the weak and fragile adult. And, yeah. and Constantly just has a handkerchief and he's just rubbing himself like, at sorry, any time. He's just, oh, my God. What um, are we and it's it's so like I don't know I'm just like that character was like comedically bad in the miniseries I think, um, and man, like is he supposed to be a drug dealer as an adult? No, um, okay. In in this he's a he's like a limo driver, or oh, like okay. has like a driving company I believe, okay. where he's like I have to get to Penn Station. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, because um, there's like a guy he's talk he lives with his mom and then he leaves to go to Penn Station. And some guy's like, where are you going? Is It almost sounded coded drug language of like, is the deal going to go down? Or is the, the thing going to arrive? I guess it is just a limo. Um, yeah, no, he's like a like a limo driver or like a chauffeur in this. Gotcha. Um, and it's also just like a muted. Again, I don't know about the book, so I can't really jump from the book to this movie either. But there is like, it's still 1990. And I, do we know what channel this aired on? I think ABC. 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 So yeah, it's still like we can't full on be like, dude's uh, gay. We have that's, to be like, that's a he's thing. Though. N- 
Yeah, exactly. Is that yeah. like from the? Uh, I know in I think in the in the 2019 one, Richie is gay, and yeah. and that's heavily implied in the book. It is like there is so much written by like people who who have like analyzed it about how Ri- Eddie is actually implied gay. Right. Whether it's like there's a, there's some moment in the Chinese restaurant where like a cricket crawls out of the mm-hmm. the the fortune cookie Mm -hmm. and he makes some comment about how like his house is infested with crickets and like he hears them when he goes to bed and like that is like a specific line that people are like "Ooh, yeah um that and just being like you know a weak and fragile kid in the like in the like more modern interpretations of like 2017 and whatever um a lot of the like fears of rotting are like also tied to that so in the mini this mini series like oh yeah heavily gay coded mm. um and it's like a traditional traditional like book interpretation as well so right. that's something that I, I i thought was interesting however a horrible interpretation of this character <laughs> in the miniseries <laughs> and i also just mean too in the sense that it's coded and it can't just expressly lay bare as like yeah. sure the character is ashamed of it but the movie also doesn't want to talk <laughs> the about movie, it either the, yeah which is why he's just like constantly fanning himself with a handkerchief and being <laughs> like i'm about to faint <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like uh it, the the gay guy in clue levels of like we I've get never it seen, we, i've yeah, never seen okay. clue yeah. Um, oh, we also forgot about Ben. <laughs> we were running down the Losers Club. Who I hated Ben in this too. Oh, John I hate Ritter. Him. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Um, because I, 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 again, I think the the two modern series did a really kind interpretation of Ben, which is like you can do everything to make yourself seem like like a more presentable person, and yet you're still going to isolate yourself. And right. this is just like he he went. He's just a fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And yeah. it's co- it's just comical, um, man, horrible. Too childhood Ben, not that fat. Which I guess it, no, He's no fat adorable. kid really is that fat. It's kind of just some bullshit bullying. Right, it's so all bullying and othering is just finding one percentage difference in running. With <laughs> yeah, it, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Which is hey, fat kids out and there. And also, you John Ritter's not that not fat either. Exactly too. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, this guy. Yeah, I'm not saying he's fat at all. I'm just saying it's like the difference in in uh, chapter two is very obvious. Yes. Yeah. Uh, whereas this, it's like I don't know. He's still got a round face. He's still both. Both kind of like. Um, yeah, like I don't, I don't out- also condone like, and then got hot, like, right? Because yeah. <laughs> I think that that was a stupid choice. <laughs> I think that like the real story there is that this person continues to isolate themselves and feels they will never be right. good enough, and like the notion of yeah, he, he ran everywhere and he will never stop running. <laughs> like that's yeah, there you go. Uh, and and to that point, and there are ways in this in this miniseries that things are just unbelievably obvious. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, I did like. I think all the kids were awesome in yeah. the miniseries. Uh, Eddie, in particular, I turned. I was watching this <laughs> with friend of the pod, Sean, and I said that kid is Ooh. a real professional. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he acts like an adult, and it's it's hilarious um and then also uh seth green i was like oh ha ha it's seth green and then he like knocked it out of the fucking park and i was like this makes sense yeah what's funny too it really is like 
it's such a weird point in this. It's like at times his voice, you're like, this doesn't sound anything like Seth Green. And then you get hints of like, you know, the voice It's like puberty is what I'm describing. Sure. It's like yeah. such a weird. Well, he also does a lot of voices. That's what he does. A lot of voices. Himself too, yeah. as he does a lot of voices and then proceeds to do, I don't know, two voices. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of that character's like one note. Yeah. It's like I I I do voices is just yeah. the the context of that character. Yeah, and we he's all also knew. slightly older than everybody. He looks he's bigger. Sli- yeah, bigger. Probably was older than the other actors. Right. We all know kids that just did voices though. Yeah. <laughs> um. Was I that? I guess I was that kid. Yeah. I could. All the Austin Powers voices, I could do them all. That it's crazy because until I saw Austin Powers, my context for it was just kids doing Austin Powers voices, <laughs> and I was like, w- "Like this movie must not be good." <laughs> 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 um, that and kids, uh, the same kids would sing um, "Scotty Doesn't Know" with, from Eurotrip, which I've never, <laughs> I've never seen, but that's also one of my things where like. Somebody as an adult to me was recently, or like in the past year or so, like Eurotrip's actually like really good. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> are you that, sure? That cannot be true. Uh, I have seen be true. I've never seen it, but uh, yeah. I, I have seen Eurotrip. It's pretty. Uh, it's not good. Fun. It's not good. Yeah, it's very yeah. cut and pasty. It, 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 it's a red font movie, you would say. Yeah. Oh, it's a red font movie. <laughs> yeah. Coming soon. Maybe. Mark. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I've, I, that's my, th- those are a lot of my notes is like just. One thing lo- about the kids is at one point Bev is just like, do you think that it's taking our subconscious and putting it in front of us and scaring <laughs> us with it? And they're like, exposition I think dialogue. So. Yeah, I think that is what it is. Uh, so, uh, anybody? So, so w- history with this movie at all? H- who's seen it before? Who hadn't? Who, when? What? Let's talk about some of that stuff, huh? This was my first time seeing okay. it, the miniseries. I will say too, yeah, like the v- it, This feels like another yes. classic VHS cover Absolutely. that was scary, legendary because it was meta too. You could he was cutting through the VHS cover, and you can see the tape behind him. I was recently. Um, Looking at pictures of Sports Plus, which was a an arcade bowling ice skating complex, so, somewhat like like a mega Dave and Buster's that yeah. is in my home or was in in not my hometown but like very close to my hometown, and there there was a roller coaster in it Ooh. that I was scared of as a kid uh, because it was like horror themed and the outside Ooh. had. Um, uh, like window, like fake windows that all, and and that always scared me. Something that was like pretending to be mm. a real thing but isn't a real thing. Mm, um, the uncanny. I, I will, I yes, I I will send you pictures of what this roller coaster actually is because it's it's <laughs> very funny and not good. <laughs> and and I was I looking at pictures of it. I was like, there were pictures with the lights on, and I was like, man, this is really just like. A kitty coaster with a Dracula mannequin <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> uh, so, Aaron, is this was this your first time with this? Besides just diving in generally to the lore. Uh, yeah, this was the yeah. first time I'd seen it. Um, I'd wanted to see it for a very long time. It kind of came up in in the past year in context with friends of like it being one of the 
scarier movies mm-hmm. they had seen as a kid um, or when they were younger. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I said this on the last episode. It was uh, it as a as a book and as a miniseries was always kind of like pitched to me as just like scary clown. Right. And for that reason, I had also been like, I'm not interested in this at all. This sure. is not my thing. Um, I never liked clowns anyway. Um, and so, yeah, this was the first time I'd seen it. I'd wanted to see it for a while, but I have this thing where I'm really bad at watching movies over like two and a half hours absolutely (laughs) um so as we're like getting closer to halloween sean and i my brother had a free night and we were like let's just watch this let's just throw it on like we've always wanted to see it and we had a good time so you know uh i i had never seen it to to the scary clown tip too it is it's like the same thing we were saying about ben and bullying where it's like i don't know pop culture finds one thing about something goes cool that's the whole thing (laughs) the whole thing is going to be tim curry is a clown and that's what we're going to sell the whole movie on. It's like, it again, the, the, the tentpole moments of Pennywise the Clown are, like, big. They're there. But it's like, there's so much more to this than and a scary clown. I agree. Um, and we'll get to Pennywise in a minute because I loved this Tim Curry performance. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sean and I had also seen, I want to say, The Day After the Night House, which is mm-hmm. new in theaters. And it is a <gasps> I'm putting really... I'm gonna go see Nighthouse. Okay, I'm not gonna say that much about it, but it is incredibly bleak. Yeah. And just you know, the kind of movie where I'm sorry if this ruins it for you, Jay Z T, but just somebody being like, I am traumatized. I have been through trauma like in the dialogue. Oh wow. Um and so in some form or another. And so Sean and I were talking about it after and we were like the thing that is fun about horror is that which the night house is more of like a horror thriller thing Mm -hmm. but like the thing that is fun about horror is you can take those kind of topics like childhood trauma or you know deeper things and make something that is actually fucking entertaining to watch (laughs) (laughs) because we had watched it like the night before and we were like it kind of hits a lot of the same like i am going through something but it transforms it into something that is like yeah there's an eyeball and a fortune cookie you know there's an eyeball (laughs) and a fortune cookie there there's balloons that pop and it's blood like things like that where you're like psyched to be there and you don't leave the movie theater kind of depressed (laughs) (laughs) So are you saying you're not a fan of 2019's Black Christmas, Aaron? Uh, I didn't see it. My only context is is our friend Zach going, that's not very girl boss of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is one, again, it was touted to me as like the scariest movie of all time for so long. And I remember being at my cousin's house and they had it on, like the way the layout of their house was like, from the dining room into the kitchenette kitchen area to a to a uh, like a table leads right into an open like living room so if the tv is on here you can the whole floor is getting it and i was in the dining room hanging out with my little cousin we were distinctly not watching it but just hearing it and so that georgie scene oh yeah and i need and i like caught a glimpse and just saw not the scary version but just pennywise being pennywise for a second turned away and then the rest was up to me to fill in Ooh. And that makes it, you know, that makes it scarier. Way scarier. <laughs> like, it's, the, it's the VHS box thing. Yes. It's like just yes. the the seeing it and, and letting your mind run wild. Yeah, that's and the thing. Sometimes it's just getting an image in your head and it never leaves. Yep. Uh, and then I, I think I went home. Obviously, I wasn't there for the whole, uh, no, obviously I, it was later at night. And so I wasn't there for the three hours. 
but I did. I think I got the Bev sink scene in the same way too. And so the way I had built that up in my head was that he was coming out of the sink himself instead of the balloon. I just thought, like, oh, <laughs> like hits the nose. <laughs> no, no. I just, again, I wasn't seeing the the screen. I could only just go off of. I saw the, her walk into a bathroom and then yeah. looked away, and I just thought, oh no, Pennywise is coming through the sink. Which later he does get sucked down a drain, so I wasn't totally out of. You know. And he comes through the drain in the showers. That's in right. School yeah, well. yeah, so yeah that's cool. So it's, it's very that possible. Is Maybe one of my favorite effects in in the in this miniseries is both the hands coming out of the drain, like the gloved yeah. hands, and then even though it is a little bit like '90s corny, like stretching the drain to like a full practical, oh, yeah. like hole in the ground. Yeah. I loved that. The effects of this, I would say, until cool. the last fight, kind of hold up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Then, yeah, so it, it, it stayed being the scariest thing in the world to me until, like, twenty or 2007, I feel like. In the same thing with you and Sean, it was just me and my cousin and his boyfriend yeah. just being like, let's Halloween it up. We're just going to watch fucking everything. <coughs> and we put aside a night for, you know, three hours. Let's let's do it. And it was just kind of this crashing moment of, like, oh, this is... I get why it was given that title of scary, but, like, on the whole... Not <laughs> <laughs> like again there's shots don't get me wrong but overall not not so bad um yeah but uh uh the th- going back to that shower scene when the when the ha- like when the heads come out like start moving and sliding from the wall uh it made me realize it's like yeah this is very freddy krueger this whole kind okay. of concept <coughs> freddy isn't a cosmic horror but mm-hmm. it's still the notion of <laughs> dream logic mm-hmm. your subconscious I'm a funny guy who's also going to devour you <laughs> yeah I'm and fucking with you what's that JZD? he's like I'm fucking with you yeah <laughs> exactly and I, I think with depending which Freddy you watch I think that but the distinct difference is there is a, a weird um, desperation behind Pennywise that slowly parsed out because he needs to he, like he wants to them feed, to be yeah. more afraid to be able to eat them to be able to survive whereas mm-hmm. freddy is just i don't know a fucker who's doing bad shit <laughs> uh and i do think that distinction is pretty important because uh, like it's not it like explains why he i don't know just just there's why he's I don't mean in the sense of like I don't ever feel like you really need to justify villains on some of this shit, yeah. um, but like when it comes to a, a, a cosmic being, his lo- the logic doesn't need to be as no. linear. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when you're unraveling that, because that's the big thing is when I found out that that's what Pennywise, because like I said, I. Th- yeah, it's not just a scary clown movie. I thought for the longest time it was just a scary clown movie. Same, even after yeah. he, seeing those scenes, especially. To find out that he is uh, a giant, well, I guess a spider <laughs> in yeah. this one, at least. Who knows? <laughs> a beam of light. No, it's more like a beam of light. Yeah. Kind but of. It, it, again, it's one of those things where I, I think in the book it's described as like an indescribable horror that no human <laughs> yeah. mind can comprehend. So, you know, stop motion spider. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but also, what are you supposed to do with that? What are they supposed to make that is that they can't not yeah. show it at the same time because people will get mad about that too. So, 
but yeah, I, I do. I, I, I like, and that's what they play in on in all of the versions is by the end of it, when they learn there is a vulnerability to this thing, it's not just mythical, uh, subconscious ghost. It's a creature who, who, who needs something and it needs their fear. And that's how they overcome it. I think that's yep. why that, uh, th- with Freddy Krueger, it's just, it, they just go, well, we've learned the rules of Freddy. So let's fight him. <laughs> like, it's it's almost, not about want. It's, you know. it's almost that they're like, you know, I don't know what I was gonna say. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna I've say, never, I've never yeah. seen a Freddy Krueger movie. Uh, so. <laughs> I too like, I, and again, my memory's hazy on Chapter Two, but it did feel, if I, the big final fight felt very much in that annoying way that a lot of movies are now. It's like we can't beat it. We can't beat it. Oh, we can now. And if it's we like, all hold hands in a circle, we'll be <laughs> yeah. able to beat it. Yeah, we're still attacking it in the same way we were, and. Like five minutes ago, it did nothing, but now it works, and it's like if we close our eyes and believe. Yeah, some some real rise of Skywalker bullshit. (laughs) Oh, we can kill it now. Well, that's if you remember my complaint. I liked Chapter Two, but my complaint was it was it was very Marvel version of it, Um, because I really don't know that anything in Chapter Two accomplished anything that didn't happen in 2017. It just it, it like we just. Which is why I think I think maybe the two stories are better if you if if they're portrayed in the same way. Yeah. Like in the same context, like the miniseries does. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like, oh, man, there are a couple shots in the miniseries um, in the kid era where I was Mm. like, oh, man, it's that meme of like, can I copy your homework? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because it was the same like sort of like Norman Rockwell vibe Mm -hmm. or like. The lighting in in the, near the quarry is like just the exact same way it is in it 2017, and to that point, I think like it achieved like the same like 2017 achieved the same the thing that it was supposed to do. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like the miniseries also did. Right. It's not like opening up a new conversation or anything. So I had this funny experience. So I've never seen this before, but I. We we set it up. We're recording it. I go great. I go to a Barnes and Noble, and it's on sale for five dollars. And hell I go yeah. hell yeah. How much did it cost me to rent this? Probably four dollars. And now I have one DVD in my apartment. Great. <laughs> the collection begins. Dude, I think the collection ends. I think that's so funny. <laughs> if the only DVD you have is it, nineteen ninety. Where did your other DVDs go? Oh, they're just back at my parents' house. Okay. But I said I'm starting clean. Okay. Yeah. The only that's piece smart. of furniture you have is a bed, and then there's a DVD. <laughs> Lone copy it. of Stephen King's It, the DVD. Yeah. Someone, someone's gonna go. That's the only movie you own. You go, yeah, it's the only, uh, only movie <laughs> I like. <laughs> and so it's one of these DVD, like you know, of its time, where it's like a clear d- double-sided DVD. Mm-hmm. With like a little bit of writing on the little circle mm-hmm. in the inside, and I and it's like, oh wait, which side is which? You know, yeah. and it says bonus features on other side, which I interpret as okay, the whole miniseries is on this side, and there's special features on the second disc. So I mm-hmm. load it in, mm-hmm. and I see Bill at a graveyard, and then Pennywise pops up, and he says, "Fuck you! I'm gonna kill you this time." More or less. And I'm like, is this how the movie starts? Or is this halfway <laughs> in? 
So wait, this is a flipper DVD? It is. Whoa! As it Holy turns out, part moly. one is on one side, part two is sure. on. Vintage. Yes. And That's so cool. I, I, but I also too was like knowing the story was a little, I'm like, this could be how right, it, it jumps starts. around. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. yeah. And then, so then I did start it and I you know, flip it and I see like title, like Stephen King's it. It's like, okay, this is great this titles. Is but even still like going into it that I was like, you know, could be, could, you could have watched that whole second part and been. Yeah, convinced. Uh, who so there knows? was another. There was another complaint I had about Chapter Two was again, if the premise is we're gonna do the first part is their kids and the second part is their adults, they still cut back to them being kids a bunch in Chapter yeah. Two. Yeah. And it's like, well, if it's still gonna parse out to be a three-hour <laughs> movie that jumps around, just make it a three-hour movie that jumps around. Then, like, it's uh, well, apparently there was gonna be like a cut that was both of them that wasn't like a six-hour cut, but it was no. more like the miniseries, and it's. Sure. Still something that is, like, talked about, but apparently the director is, like, super employed right now. (laughs) (laughs) I had heard Um, that, uh, uh, like, Carrie Fukunaga, I believe. uh, I I have that script. Yeah. So I I read it through it once, but, like, a a while ago, and it is incredibly intense. Like, more than either of these combined uh it plays into a lot of both eddie and stan's sort of like for lack of a better way to say it like sexual fears as well Mm. um which are also again like at least somewhat present in the book um stan both both interpretations of stan is have been so dirty like they have not really (laughs) like they've been like and then there's this other friend but he's a plot device um (laughs) Uh, and yeah, uh, that script is really interesting. Um, I would love to revisit it. I have, I, I meant yeah. to in the past week and I did not have time, but, um, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, you could at least look up, I think Buzzfeed did like a, here's what, here's what's interesting about, uh, Carrie Fukunaga's version of it. Mm. Um, uh, and I recommend that you do. So, so listeners hit up that Buzzfeed article. <laughs> I would never say that otherwise, but it's like a decent summary. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I've also just heard that he was going to direct it. I think so. And then I think pulled out sort of late and last minute. And a lot of the first movies kind of, I think, vis- like off of like storyboards or visualizations he did. And then the director came in, you know. And then so the second one is a little more of the director's vision. And it uh, sounds like Carrie had a better thumb on the pulse of it. Or cooler, hipper, you know. I don't know if it was hipper. I think it was just more intense. Mm-hmm. Oh, it might have not been BuzzFeed. I found a... I just quickly Googled it. There's a screen rant. Um, screen thing. rant. Screen uh, rant. Not that I'm also endorsing them. Mike was more <laughs> Mike was more of a central character is one of the first ones, which I think the miniseries does very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Blow News. You heard of that guy, Aaron? That website? No. I don't, I don't <laughs> endorse any... Um, Websites? You know what? I think it was I think it was BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah. Um uh I don't endorse any major uh like content websites at this moment. That's all I'll say. They're all pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't honestly remember Mike at all in it chapter two, but ever since seeing this the first time I remembered Tim Reed as Mike in then this. He's he's yeah, he's a Mike character. in Mike in the miniseries is like 
to me a very like we started talking about this but a very like real and warm and kind mm-hmm. character that like i think was you know one of the highlights of the miniseries definitely um even as a kid like i think you know it's just a better interpretation of mike yeah um well and he does uh, a good job of rallying them you know and like you need that to like pull everyone back mm-hmm. um right Do, who 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 is like the leader in chapter two did they it's try bill. to it is it's bill? bill yeah which is like i think true to the text in terms sure. of like because of the georgie situation bill's kind of like the the person that they rally oh, around right, and a right, lot right. of the a lot of the like internal monologues are very much like i look up to bill um, <laughs> I look up uh, to the Stephen King analogs. <laughs> he's good. He is great. Um, it's weird that he's. A, I mean, like, I get that why he's a Stephen King analog, but it's like, uh, I don't know. Other than the fact that he writes horror novels and has become a screenwriter in the same, like, thing. Um, uh, why would you do that? Yeah, it's oh, it's just it's this placeholder thing where it's like I don't know if your life has only been writing for most of it. That's all. Like I I don't know how to write somebody who is <laughs> a gas station attendant. I don't know how to write somebody who is yeah. a, you know a realtor. He but, is also um, in the midst of a horrible cocaine addiction right. at, at the time of writing it, and I love this book as his testament to that. Like yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. wait till we do Maximum Overdrive though. That's the only movie he's ever written. Holy moly. Ooh. Oh, yeah. shit. We should come back for that. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, by the way, welcome to King's Talking King. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Which um, means, Aaron, you're officially a king now. There you go. Love it. Thank you. Um, this should be, yeah, I mean, like. Give like, us a speech. <laughs> How speech, does it feel to be speech. a king? <laughs> speech. Speech. As 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 a king who has been on this podcast now four times, I, um uh accept my role in the monarchy and will continue to reign with a fair hand hell yeah did hell you decree yeah. anything it's your first day you want you know people are going to be mad if you don't change things immediately let's uh um i'll think about it <laughs> okay cool 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 Smart uh Aaron, you said you, you've never been a fan of clowns now is that just like yeah i, I always feel like and, and this is a little judgmental on my end but i feel like a lot of times bozophobia is is very performative and I'm not saying that you said you were afraid. You just said you weren't into them. I, I just want to get, what's your take on clowns? Uh, now I'm kind of like, that's cool. Do your thing. Sure. But I did have a very distinct moment uh, at the circus when I was a kid mm. where the clowns were dressed like like nurses and they had a giant syringe. Cool. And in the back of my head, I thought, they're coming for me. <laughs> um, I... Also, I you know I was I was talking about this recently. I also didn't like magic as a kid. Mm. Um, I think I was like actively being like, do not involve <laughs> me, yes. and I do not want to be deceived today. <laughs> yeah, that's my my big thing with clowns. Is I have no problem with like the makeup or yeah, giant needles. I just crowd interaction. I don't like. I don't 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 oh, talk okay. to me. That's I just don't want to be involved. Whatever it is. So the same thing with magic or stand-up comedians or whatever it is. Stand-up comedians. <laughs> yeah, it's like I just don't want to be uh, addressed unless I've <laughs> chosen to be addressed, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. I. I. At the same time, I like. I get what is scary about clowns. They are a weird thing, but it's. It's so fun that it's funny that it's been like decades now where it's like the subversion of clowns has become the norm. Like 
clowns are just horror iconography more than they are clowns anymore. And clowns themselves were initially a subversion of just like people. <laughs> so it's like we're we're two la- at least two layers deep to be like the context changes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's like how like at this point like a Santa slasher is just like oh it's another one of those that you do it's <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, yeah but it's it's if it, it's like now if Santa was only ever presented as a slasher <laughs> like you never mm-hmm. see Santa in any of the co- other context besides but to to your point the Tim Curry's performance as Pennywise does have this like gleeful edge Absolutely. to it that I think is missing from the two modern. Uh, yes. movies he, where it's instead of being purely sinister it's sinister because he's truly like grinning and giggling and yeah. doing bits in this like horrible voice this 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 uh, the the georgie scene in 2017 i think is really good but I, at yeah. no point do i buy that georgie isn't terrified of this fucking guy <laughs> like <laughs> that dude's scary whereas this one <laughs> i'm kind of like no i could see again the storm drain context is fucked but like just talking to Tim Curry the clown, I could understand a kid being like, "Yeah, all right," uh, until obviously the turn. But I think the more I think there are a couple moments with Pennywise that are genuinely like good, not like scary to me, but scary horror. Yeah. Um, when Ben is like at the lake and he think it's like a man waving and it's his dad Mm -hmm. like there's there's this bizarre like stilted performance both from the person playing his dad and like pennywise in that moment that i was like this is legitimately like a very like disturbing and scary moment yeah and i think like part of it is the performance of pennywise and part of it is that like i think you know like to your point it's that uh He's not being portrayed as only scary. Right. You know? It's not like they're immediately like, oh, it's Pennywise. It's There are those moments where it's like, I'm not sure what I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm not sure what I'm believing. Um, uh, that, like, in the overall it thing, not just him as a clown. Mm-hmm. Darren Dodge. Tootin. <laughs> uh, so, JZT, thoughts on clowns? I'm, I'm kind of with you. We need to bring back the clowns. <laughs> uh, send in the clowns? It, is what send you're in the clowns. Send in the clowns. I also, I found out a couple days ago, one of the first friends I've made in L.A., she's a clown. Mm. Like a, like pro- professionally. A clown. Yes. I think she has like multiple jobs. She also cool. delivers ice cream. But uh, yeah, <laughs> she like, where, where, I don't know. <laughs> Living the dream, this woman. Holy moly. People in L.A. pick a thing and run yeah. with it way too far. And her other thing is like rainbows. JZT, like, you've been in L.A. for strange. how long now? Uh, about two weeks, really. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is a thing where it's like, oh, everyone when they first meet, moved to L.A. meets this girl. <laughs> like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you met her? All right. Rainbow clown. Yeah. yeah. She has like a uh, a car that's like vinyl it's like it's like seek it's like rhinestone or glitters <laughs> and <laughs> okay how did you meet how, how did you meet her just through some friends you know nice in the in the scene <laughs> okay i got it uh, which scene who knows <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah I found out she always wears rainbows i guess and um sure? she's like yeah that's my thing is rainbows like, cool. fair so, enough yep la it's popping <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I do think uh, one. Th- I don't know. I don't know if I have anything to back this, but one th- dairy doesn't feel as much like an environment in this one to me. It feels like it could be anywhere. Much to be much like Los Angeles, it seems like a place that you have to drive everywhere, yeah. and that makes it feel less like a small town, right? Where you could just like walk. I feel like we've seen multiple characters in cars in this, and just yeah. being like, I have, I have to go somewhere, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, believe- I mean. I believe uh, it was shot in Canada, mm. British Columbia. So, Ma- Maine's yeah. a very specific look. You know, if you're gonna set it in Maine, you gotta film it in Maine. Well, well, b- no, because both 2017 and 2019 were also <laughs> filmed in Canada. Canada. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think a movie's ever been shot in the place that it's supposed to be uh, ever. <laughs> New York is Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I've, shit like that. I've been rewatching Love on Netflix uh-huh. and. When Gus is supposed to be in Atlanta filming, working on a movie, he gets goes to a diner and bums out a family. That's the diner near the hotel where my mom stayed in Burbank. <laughs> I went, holy shit, the Portofino Inn, it's in the background. That's where my mom stayed. And that empty diner next to it. I think it's a little uh, empty diner just used for filming because... Mm. When we Ooh. were, when th- like the day she checked out, they were like, everybody got to be out by 11. They're filming... And like the two days before they had equipment in the parking lot. It was pretty cool. Something I found out recently is that there is a soundstage in L.A. that um, is specifically made to shoot only plane scenes where where they can make it look like either like a personal plane or a big uh, plane, you know, like a commercial airline. Um, But that's its only function is that like Mm. it's the place you go to to film uh, a scene on an airplane that can be customized to whatever type of airplane you're going for. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, take a drink every time. But goddamn, these practical effects, babe, you got (laughs) to love them. You got to love these fucking CG uh, uh, parking lot movies. They got to go. They got to go. I was thinking they're like, will there come a day where it's like, I like the artistry of the CGI. I, I never say never, but like, right, yeah, because like, again, I think we, we when we t- when we did the Disney Channel original movie series, whenever we talked about the CGI there, because it was like so two thousands and laughably bad. Like, there's a love for it, but it's not the we're not pining for it in the same way that we are for you know. Mm-hmm. When Pennywise reveals his teeth in this movie, yes. yeah, are there multiple sets of teeth? I believe. I think so. there are no yeah. meaning like different like shapes because I feel like there was in this. Wait, like in different rows, like a shark's? No, like I think there were a couple different shots that looked like the teeth were different, like from oh, like not in, an, in like not in a continuity sense, but in the sense of like the next time he does it, it just is a different. It just is a weird yeah. different set of yeah. I think so. Those are awesome. I liked any time was just like a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah. I have a shirt somewhere. I forget where it is, but I, that's just Pennywise's face uh, when he's doing that. Actually, talk for a second. Let me see if I can go find it and we can dissect the yes. teeth. I will also be right back. <laughs> okay. Well, come, uh, Mr. Skinad. Mr. Skinad. Yes, yes, yes. Ding dong. Hello. Hey, what? <laughs> hey, have you heard the good word? Oh, I don't know if I have heard the good word. The good word of Mr. Skin? Oh. What is Mr. Skin? Um, it's a website where all of the nude scenes from movies are. Oh, that sounds like just what I'm looking for. 
<laughs> okay, can I come in and maybe share some literature with you? Of course. I have a Roku TV. Maybe we could watch <laughs> the scenes on my Roku. Um, I don't actually. Can I confer with the office? I'm not sure if it is available through Roku or not. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, give me one second. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the service in here's not very good. Yeah. Hey, do you want to connect to the Wi-Fi? Oh yeah, can I? Okay. Yes, it's celebrity nudity. Uh, is the rocks. network? Wait, is this the network or the password? That's Sorry. that's the the network. Celebrity okay. nudity rocks. Okay. All right. Password. How do I find it? <laughs> How do you find the password? I don't know. You tell me. Oh. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, you right. it, it's written on the wall here. <laughs> oh, thank you. Wait a second. That's the day my wife was murdered. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, you caught me. I'm a murderer. <laughs> All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. Um, so uh, you know the shirt wasn't doesn't really underline the teeth as much as I hoped, but here uh, we are. Sweet. Wow. Oh, I mean, I mean, the teeth are definitely prominent. Ooh. Cool. So. That's definitely one of the types of teeth that Pennywise has in the movie. I, I can't speak to the other because the t-shirt only I has could, one pair. I could be misremembering. Like, I feel like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just misremembering. Maybe I'm just willfully excited about any practical effects. Yeah. But it looks really good there. And then, again, there's also something about Pennywise that is, again, uncanny, where it is, like, if he has makeup on, that's fine because he's a clown. Like, yeah. it doesn't need to be seamless uh, for him whereas uh, when in the scars guard one you can tell the cgi uh supplemental because nobody's mouth's that big <laughs> you know mm-hmm. sure nobody's yeah. mouth is that big but uh, yes if you guys know anyone who works in graphics it doesn't no. seem like a fun job <laughs> uh yeah just your old roommate that's all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it uh. seems pretty bad <laughs> uh, yeah and again i'm being i feel like i'm being fairly judgmental on this episode but it's like are you really passionate about that <laughs> like it's it seems like cool you're, it's cool that you're able to do it and that might be something to flex on but like you can't be proud I, of it after the fact right? i did i did this intro to 3d animation class at nyu um and it was the the teacher was the most miserable man I'd ever met. Uh, yeah, he, he like would snap at you real quick just for like you know asking like wait what keystrokes to do that and he's like I just said that and you're like whoa and yeah he just pres- <laughs> the way he would he like also worked at like the Today Show doing graphics for them. And- okay, that's why. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. first of all, the Today Show shoots fucking early. Mm-hmm. I know yeah, that yeah, yeah. because oh, I yeah, used yeah. to I used to. Uh, I had a, an internship in, in college at 30 Rock, not at the Today Show, but I would s- see the Today Show being filmed when I showed up to Oof. work at like, you know, six or seven or whenever right. I yeah, got yeah. there. Um, and so it's early and also like, God, that must feel horrible to watch the <laughs> Today Show every single day of your life. Yeah. And I assume, too, you're like working real fast and knowing right. like this sucks, but like. 
whatever this and again i think i remember are you gonna be passionate about it are you gonna walk away and go great another day's work done that i'm proud of to have my name done like (laughs) yeah the artistry of the chirons of the today show i don't know yeah well i think he did something where it's like yeah i I, this can't be right but it was something like this where it's like osama bin laden got assassinated it's like i had to do a quick graphic of like Really typing really fast. In and like a little like. What? I Wait. think so. so no. So like, like, like a bowling uh, video. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> the way he described it, where I, where I imagined it was like, that can't look good. Like no. little. Pew, pew. Oh. <laughs> I'm but sure yeah. that's how it went. Pew, pew. Oh. I also feel like I'm I'm being negative on this episode because I'm, I'm only talking about things that. Uh, uh, the miniseries, like other than the practical effects, like story wise, is not not working. Mm-hmm. But I think I just think it's like a challenging. I I have a friend that I was talking to that was like, I think I think this book is like unadaptable because yeah. there's a lot going on. I also think that like if you go really surface with any of the characters, you fall into like this pop psychology, like I married my my parent sure, kind of sure. thing, which is my problem with Bev in this as well. Yeah, I was gonna say we should talk about Bev. Oh, it's <laughs> no, no, not like oh I don't want to, but it's like I yeah. think that that's. I mean, I had a fucking great time watching this miniseries, um, but. It does fall into, like, pop psychology, which is partially Stephen King's fault and partially that, like, you know, it's – you can't do everything in three hours and you can't do everything in six hours, as we learned from 2017 (laughs) and 2019. And, yeah, it is, like – I'm surprised we just got two movies as opposed to a Netflix series that is, all right, we're – Digging into Ben this week, yeah. and then we're digging into Ooh. adult Ben, and now we're digging into Bev, cool. and then we're doing that. Honestly, thing. that like, would be better. When we I'm should sure write it's it. gonna <laughs> happen at some point, but like that's yeah. I um, also yeah go on. Uh, no, 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 no that's, that was... whoever wanted to talk about Bev. Um, well, so she starts. She's like a she's a secretary ish who's like sleeping with her boss, right? That's kind of no. Vibe she, or no okay. she and her husband own a fashion brand. Ah, uh, okay. Is is he having an affair though? Am I Maybe to- <laughs> maybe I'm not really I'm sure. I'm going to go ahead and say big time. <laughs> like, <laughs> just again with coding and what time of yeah. uh, this was released, I'm going to say absolutely that the head of the fashion brand who abuses his wife was having an affair. Totally. Okay. Um but yeah, and, and then she's uh she gets a call. She gets the call. Mike calls everybody and uh she she's got to get back to dairy and he is not having it. Oh, yeah, that scene is, like, so much rougher in the miniseries than it is in, in 2019, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, proud of her for throwing glasses at him. Um, Doesn't that's, she say, that's like, I girl boss. fucking kill you. <laughs> she, like, she's like, if you touch me again, I will kill you. Like, that's cool. Which, like, good, good for you. Yeah. Good yeah. for her. Get out of there. Run away with Ben, who, <laughs> you know, is a horny bastard, but yeah, at least he's <laughs> nicer. His apartment is not that impressive either. Ben's? Ben? Yeah. yeah. For an architect who has like a Time magazine Which cover. Which is also, yeah. is that something? Did we put hot shot rock and roll architects on Time magazine? Is that just an era I don't know? Is it... I think it could happen, but yeah, it has okay. to be like a slow week, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had lights that were like a suit hanging up. Like, it, 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 yeah, it was a really? suit. Like on a hanger, oh the pants and then the the, the 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 top part and the hat, and they were lit up, uh, lit up. And I was like, 
from a like a, a kid going to a theme restaurant perspective, it was like, well, that's fun. <laughs> but yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, about yeah. living in uh, um, that. It's really funny to see what like trendy modern art yeah uh looked like or what people thought trendy modern art looked like in any era <laughs> yeah so this is very like i don't know uh isn't like the woman he he takes home like wearing like a big uh like shoulder pad puffy sleeve yes. thing oh, yeah. like <laughs> it's very like of the time in a quaint yeah. way that's how i felt about ben and does he have a bolo deal. tie at some point or am i once again just genre colder that and sounds like, it seems right. like you <laughs> that have a bolo sounds tie. Yeah. real yeah he wears a vest a lot and now i do like so the scene where bev's like coming on to ben and he's like whoa the first time oh bev's coming on bev is coming and he's like and then it turns out it's pennywise i like that because i'm sitting there going this is way too soon yes and also like now like and also like very charged in a way that i was like the the director made some choices um, we have not spoken about the director, but he is interesting. Um, oh. Get into him, All King. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go off, King. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I believe he I w- worked with uh, John Carpenter at, on Halloween. He is the editor of Halloween. Hell okay, yeah. Which is sweet. And The Fog. He's the editor of The Fog as there well. Um, hmm. Did he? No. Hold on, this would be huge. Oh yeah, Tommy Lee Wallace. Okay, that's why that name stood out. Yeah, uh, Tommy. Lee, I'm sorry, Tommy Lee Wallace. Um, he oh he directed Halloween three. Season of the Season Witch. Season of the Witch. Yeah, wow. sorry, I, that like took me a second. I was like, wait, how did? Because Sean loves that movie, and he was like, oh shit, that's cool. Um, yeah, he directed Halloween three, Season of the Witch, and he edited Halloween and the Fog. And his birthday's coming up, guys. Oh. I mean, at the time of the release, uh, of release, it might have just passed. But, uh, you know, at the time of record, September 6th. Wow. Virgo. Virgo King. Virgo. Virgo Kings. Wow. Astrology. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> Dude, you have to love it. You have to love it. Hey, let's go around. I know we've done this uh, before on an episode talking about it, I'm sure. But let's let's go around. Leo. I'm a Scorpio. You're Scorpio, Jay Z T, and and I remember that, and and I'm an Aries. There you go, Aries. Got it. But, but what are our other two? Oh, that one's harder for me. I feel like Gemini, Capricorn. I think are the other Uh, ones for me. Aries, Gemini. You're double Aries. I'm double Sun and Moon Aries. Yeah. Wow. Oh well. Damn it, Coaster. JCT is just fumbling with paperwork. He's cross checking. A big gust of wind just knocked his files (laughs) out of his hand. Ah. (laughs) Rats. We'll pick it up sometime. We'll pick it up some other time. Yeah. And then the second time, when Beb's not really coming on to him, but they're getting closer, and he goes, I I can't tell if it's you or the clown. I was like, well, that's a. <laughs> I saw a tweet literally this week, like after I'd watched this, where somebody's like, my favorite part of it, chapter two, is somebody goes, mentions Pennywise, and somebody else goes, ha, ah, Pennywise! <laughs> like, as if they just remembered. Yeah. <laughs> and which, yes, it's the conceit, but like a lot of the dialogue in, in the miniseries is like that too, where it's just like, ah, oh, I remember that now. <laughs> yeah. 
It is interesting that Pennywise is the creature's home base to be like, it's not just one of the things that I'm going to do. I'm going to do a wolfman. I'm going to do a dead dad. But I'm always going to revert back to being Pennywise when I reveal that it was me the whole time. Because it must be exhausting to be like a beam of light. for. <laughs> yeah, for, I guess so. For, yeah. You know. Hey, any listeners hours. that are a beam of light, let us know. Tweet at us. If, see how exhausting it Would is. Would love to meet you. Yeah. Uh, that's a cool part when the bullies, secondary bully. By the way, all the bullies look alike, and then they also <laughs> look like one of the kids. And so that confused me. I was like. Yeah. Uh, and th- What's his name? He's got a weird name. It's like. Uh, Henry Bowers is the main bully. Yeah. And then the um, secondary one that gets sucked into the tube is like booger or something. <laughs> I uh, bet it is. Yeah. Um but yeah, I like that scene where he gets sucked into the tube. Yeah, That's that was all cool. I meant to say. That was <laughs> really cool. <laughs> oh yeah, his little legs. Yeah. He gets sucked into the That's tube. That's fun. We love it when people go, ah! That's fun. <laughs> And is that the is that the person whose hair turns white because they're no, out of shock? Or is that Bowers. Henry? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Which I Oh, and then Bill's foreign actor girlfriend. Oh my or god. Wife, fiance. With the Vicky Creeps accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she didn't need to be in this. No. She did no. not. And bringing her to Derry was the stupidest thing this <laughs> miniseries ever fucking did. It was, you know, um, well, and then the whole ending of like she's in a weird coma state thing if she doesn't remember, and he has to like, oh the the ending is. I so do goofy. like that last like <laughs> like them on the bike speeding into traffic is so good. I like yeah. I genuinely was like it's, this is good. This is it good. Felt like the end of like Never Ending Story or any of these kids <laughs> movies where it's like I've come back from the alta the the magic world, but I'm suddenly in the normal world that I'm not used to being in anymore. It's great. It reminded me of like, I felt like I should have been in like a Charlie Kaufman movie. The last, <laughs> uh, wait, no, Charlie, Co- wait, that's Eternal Sunshine, right? Andy yes. Kaufman's the comedian. Charlie Kaufman is the okay. Yes. Is that our friend Zach is obsessed with both of them, so <laughs> I had like a brain switch. Um, uh, yeah, it felt like it, that part felt like a Charlie Kaufman movie. It felt like I'm thinking of ending things or you know any of them. Where it's just like, I'm going to speed into traffic and my girlfriend <laughs> will remember. <laughs> now, another funny moment. So, you know, Bill comes back to town. I think he's the first one back. And Mike, him and Mike hang out. And Bill Belch. goes. Sorry, the bell, the bully's name is Bill. Yes! Perfect. Because he burps. Well, there you have it. That's There's a very, like, Pete and Pete bully yes. name. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, I did mean to oh, interrupt, but I didn't mean to derail. All good. So, and Bill's like, "Ah, this was always the poor part of town." And then poor Mike town. Goes, yeah. Mike's yeah. like, "I live I here." Live here. <laughs> <laughs> but but he's got a he great owns point. a house, and he, he says it's, a it's great clean house. and it's paid for. I'm like, "Absolutely. What else do you need?" Yeah. And no fucking doubt, it's worth like two million dollars now. It looks fun. Like again, it's a little grimy on the outside, but then when they get inside, it's like, "Yeah, this is great. It's a great house." Yeah. It's yeah. grimy on the outside because Bill is fucking busy. D- yeah. I'm sorry, Mike is Mike, fucking yeah. busy. He has a full time job at the library, and he's he's researching Pennywise. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that man has a lot on his plate. Now, do they know the 27 year thing, or does rather does Mike? Because nobody knows anything besides. I think Mike book. Mike does. Um, yeah. and I believe when he's doing that like book report as a kid, he mentions that like every 30 right. it's 30 in this, I believe. Oh. Every 30 years, there's like some thing. Like kids start going missing or yeah. something like that. Um, 
Uh, and here's a drawing of a clown next to it. In some and of here's the another books. drawing of a clown <laughs> in a different era. And here's another. Every thirty drawing years, of a, clown. a clown comes to town is already a weird enough <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> here's, uh, <laughs> here's an effect I really liked: is anytime it, there was a book that was moving on its own, like yeah. like the portrait of Georgie or yeah. um, the Bill's clown book. I'm sorry, Mike's clown book. Um, that's still something that I'm like, I don't know how they, d- I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how they do that. Yeah. But it's still mix. It's it's still a mixing of computer and practice. Uh, yeah, I yeah, guess probably. all I guess all CG is ultimately. But th- like, it's not just saying, look, look, what we're doing. It's moving something on a practical element. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so so this this guy's this this creature's just got to eat every thirty years. Must be nice. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Man, if I could just uh, not eat for thirty years, I'd take that. That's fine. Uh, he's sleep. What does he sleep for thirty years too? Huh. I think yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now is I it w- a? <laughs> forgive me, this is the wrong audience. I think for this question, but is it a venom situation? He he got <laughs> stranded on the wrong planet. Is that? Uh, why is he? Or, or or is it Galactus and he's looking for planets to eat? He's the eater of worlds. He says. From my mm. understanding, it is like some cosmic force it's not that he has come here it's like a cosmic force because anytime anytime they've talked about like um the lights which i think are are formally called the dead lights Mm -hmm. that like you see and you gaze into that's a cosmic force the turtle that they don't mention in any of the series that's a cosmic force um that it's not a, it's not really an alien from my understanding or a creature it's an idea (laughs) right an idea. It's it. It's it. Is it. this it? <laughs> the strokes. Yeah, when Julian Casablanca meets Pennywise, he's like, "Is this it?" <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a meme, Aaron. Thank you. Um, if somebody has done it before me, all credit to you. There you go. Um, they uh, so when they're kids, they beat it up with like uh. The, the battery acid, but it's it's, uh, it, his it's inhaler, not really yeah. a better. Yeah, it's the inhaler, and then like a piece of what was the material again? This it's it's they didn't explain it in this. It's yeah. like silver. Yeah. The same way but, you would kill a a, a werewolf. But that's the <laughs> idea, right? It's all the import that they put on the objects. It has actually nothing to do with the actual object. Yeah, themselves. which Chapter Two did in a very bizarre way. Uh-huh. But like uh, oh, this, yeah. I think the miniseries did well because you kind of can understand that it's it's willpower and right. um, imagination. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but that did. I still was. Maybe this is a little annoying guy on the internet. But when uh, when they were adults, I was just like, "You're not gonna bring a gun. What's going on? <laughs> like, you know what uh, you're in for. You are able to go purchase a gun. Why yeah. not go get a gun? And I think uh, uh, Harry Anderson does kind of say something like that. It's like, well, why didn't we be machine guns this time? Yeah, he does. But <laughs> yeah. I think he says it to himself, like when yeah, he goes yeah. to the quarry <laughs> alone. Like everybody walks away, he trails behind. Like it's a real, here we go again. We haven't talked a lot about him, but I maintain that there has like never been a bad Richie in, sure. in any of them. Uh, I think Harry Anderson... He's a little broad when he's not in Derry in terms of like when you yeah. see what his stand up is going like, oh, <laughs> yeah. this guy. It's a lot of it's a lot of props and it's a lot of voices. Yeah. And um but I think that like it's also I don't know, in the same way that it's very boring and naked to be like, uh, fat kid grows up to be not fat kid. 
the kid who go who is the class clown is now a famous stand-up <laughs> comedian. It's like that has never happened. The thing the thing that like like fandom people are always like attached to is like if he's that famous, one of them has seen him on TV at least right. once. Right. And like that I think about that all the time because I'm like they've got a bit like turned on Leno and been like how do how do I know how do I know this guy? How I mean, do I know this person? It's on Ben's TV <laughs> when we first see it. But like ben, Wait, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But he um, but he's not watching, so no, he's busy. Um, uh, yeah, but I think he, I think it's like a really good. He's a really good Richie because it's like, you know, I think it gets what like the Bill Hader Richie is a little bit droll and a little bit dry in a mm. way, like dry humor in a way that I like like that portrayal because he's still making jokes and he's still like um, being like this fucking guy, but it has a little bit of like. A, a sadder undertone to this this is like the guy that's like fully doing a bit and laughing because he's scared and right. i think that like that is what i think harry anderson's richie kind of like yes. nails in a way um also i fucking love when eddie's like <laughs> like in the sewers just like i i i've never loved anybody like i've never had sex and richie's like <laughs> Can't help you there. Can't help you there. Like, <laughs> like, 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 does not want to engage in that. It's just like, sorry, man. And then he dies. He just TMI talk to the hand and then, yeah. He's just like, I mean, like, I guess it's sort of like, what what is he supposed to say right. to that? But it's very, like, in character in a way that I thought was, like, so funny to be yeah. like, can't help you there. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then they uh, beat up uh, uh, the giant spider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both both times was interesting. Um, uh, you know, I think I do think that like 1990 probably couldn't do cosmic horror, and in any capacity without it seeming half-assed or. Right. And it's like um, I said, it's when something is supposed to be imperceptible. What are you gonna do? The, uh, there's that yeah. movie Color Out of Space that is about a new color shows up. And it's <gasps> like. It's I hot must pink. see this. I must <laughs> see this. The, the color is hot pink. So wow. uh, what I can have you to do? see this. Yeah. Uh, People uh, said it was fun. It is. It's very fun. It's 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 modern cage. Just he knows what he's doing. Uh, I gotta see pig too. You know. Pig's fun. Yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. I, I, I and do everyone. Have a f- I do have affection for cosmic horror in that way yeah. because I think, um, like with it as a property, the the property story, um, it's very malleable, um, and it could be either excellent or it could be really crappy, and both of them speak to the testament of, of visual storytelling. Yeah. So you know, um, yeah. So both both I, I was kind of underwhelmed by both. Uh, adult and child sewer mm-hmm. battle. Um, I have a thing where I, I find action sequences like really hard to wa- really hard to um, follow mm-hmm. in CG contexts, but Absolutely. I would say the same for um, adult sewer scene in the miniseries <laughs> because I don't know what the fuck was going on there. <laughs> there was like like CG tiny versions of them and then there was like the stop motion spider of course yeah. and then like there was no real sense of space like but who am I to criticize right yeah I'm sure, it, yeah I'm sure everyone worked their hardest and did a good job and right <laughs> it is just hard to be like you can't do it like they do it in the 
with the kids where it's just like, and then we cut away from it and they've solved it. Like, you have to give somebody a finale, even if it is just we're only doing it to go through the motions to complete the story. But I also think to speak to to Eddie's death in this, he just rolls down into a hole or something. (laughs) And um, I, I get it. But it is like it was it is supposed to be this moment where it's like the scared person stands up for like mm-hmm. is is the sacrifice mm-hmm. and it really felt very un unce- the whole and un- sequence felt very unceremonious yeah. um and i had no attachment to bill's wife to be able to be like i'm glad that i'm glad it worked out yeah <laughs> i i'm also like i feel like i'm like blindly criticizing everything about this miniseries that i <laughs> very much enjoyed well, thought was good and yeah. had a good time watching <laughs> i think having done an episode where we break down kind of the story of it already we, we talked about what we like about it uh, now we're talking what's different about this front and the, yeah, the yeah, differences yeah, yeah. are there's some stuff that's uh good but overall it's like look at goofy haircut remember the 90s you know yeah it yeah, did yeah, ma- yeah. yeah and it did make me want to read the book i th- i think i'm gonna get around to JZT, it you got someday i'm gonna buy the book we're gonna launch yeah. the patreon and where you you know what you just read the book to our listeners <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if that's <laughs> JT audiobook, yeah, JT it would, reads it. It would force me to finish a book, so that'd be nice. Pretty good, could be good. Gotta get, gotta get better at reading. Uh, what you're reading? Yeah, what's, uh, what's currently? I'm reading? reading the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood book, and mm. it's a lot of fun. Mm. Does he describe I'm, the feat or no feat I'm description just being yet? A stinker. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, but it's great. I'm like 110-ish pages into the book, into the book, and about 10 minutes into the movie. <laughs> oh, sure. Like, that's how that compares. It's yeah. like, there's a whole scene where Charles Manson, uh, and they do a creepy crawl. One of the Manson girls yeah. mm-hmm. breaks into someone's oh, house, oh, and it's a weird, creepy, cool scene. That that's A creepy crawl is like what the Manson family used to describe them breaking and entering. That's yeah, wild, wild stuff I also there. like two weeks into living in LA. I'm like, I'm gonna get really into Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> you drive around and go, yeah, I get it. Oh my god, Daisy T, LA has changed you. <laughs> I moved here, guys. I said, I'm not trying to become a, a movie star. I'm not trying to become a famous screenwriter. I want to start a cult. <laughs> That's my one goal. And the first step is to listen to me read a Stephen King <laughs> novel. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, one thing I liked about watching this, it just, I don't know, I, that same around that same time me and my cousin were digging into this stuff, I was just like, oh yeah, there was just a shit ton of, I don't know, let's put make Stephen King novels TV movies uh, at this time. Yeah. And I missed that. Instead of uh, geez, these uh, crummy mu- live musicals, how about we throw some Stephen King things yeah. on TV, you know? Well, it's fun, too, because it's also the era of, like, sweeps week. And yeah. Like, big, mm-hmm. you know, publicity stunts. And Events, was like yes. A, yeah. And, uh, and now TV is just, uh, I don't know, we're going to not have it? We can't not have TV. <laughs> like, network TV is in such a weird-ass place right now. Like, yeah. Truly, no one watches it, in a, you know, like, in a weird way. Yeah. I mean, people watch it. But. Right. The ratings come from, like, uh, like waiting rooms. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think like I know everybody says Stranger Things is just kind of this, um, mm. 
And I think, like, if you have, like, a... I also think The Haunting of Hell House is kind of, like, that's a book adaptation as well mm-hmm. and a miniseries. I just think it takes different forms now. Not not yeah. that it's any better or worse. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think Stephen King is infinitely, uh, like, adaptable. Yeah. Um, whether he personally hates it or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... Does, does he? I, I assume he loves... The money. I don't know. No, I don't know nothing about Stephen King, my man. Sorry to speak on behalf of you. Shout out to the king. Stephen kings, King. Kings talking kings. I just read a quote, and I think it was from John. Did John Carpenter direct Christine? Yes. Okay. Um, I think it was from John Carpenter, who is a hilarious interview, and yeah. it was like somebody was like, "Oh, what did Stephen King think of Christine?" And it was like semi recently, I mm-hmm. I would think, and not like at the time. He was like. I don't know. He likes something, and then he doesn't like it after yeah. some time passes, and then he likes exactly. it again. <laughs> exactly. It was like a very like glib, like I don't know. He <laughs> he keeps going back and forth. But it is it is a good point. It's like why do I care? Like why should I care if <laughs> yeah, Stephen King it, liked the movie? Like it's not for him. He he wrote a book <laughs> for an audience. I'm making a movie for yeah. an audience. Uh, but yeah. Uh, he hated The Shining at least at one point, and it's like yeah, of course he does. And yeah. it's just again like the same way that a teenage boy sees a superhero movie and goes no, no, the origin is this. It's like yeah, it's a it's a different. We're making a different thing here. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I think, book, read the book. I think he's kind of chill with the it adaptations, mostly because he's at least now self aware how insane he he was at the time to make something yeah. to write something that like is. Uh, very long very dense with with lore and completely coked up (laughs) (laughs) i believe Uh, there's a great uh clip of bill Hader on i think conan talking about stephen king and it and how much uh, the book has like long descriptions of cheeseburgers (laughs) it's very funny (laughs) i suggest everyone check it out oh man who among us has not uh you know, like the cheeseburger that much. Hey, you guys ever been to Fat Burger? No. No, no. But, uh, check it out. Is that, that's a that's a West Coast thing. I think though, it's right? a West Coast thing only. Yeah. yeah. West Coast JZT has been all over this app. Well, JZT, he's from the West Coast. This is it's just coming back. It's like going in to a Dairy weird again. way. It's yes, like <laughs> I'm it's, back it's to all. My <laughs> That's right. I was born in the OC. So maybe now. stay away from that clown girl, JZT. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Full circle. <Yeah. laughs> we did it. Don't you worry, folks. Clown girl, we're just friends, and I'll probably yeah. not know her in three months. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just friends. Mm. 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 Keep us posted, JCT. Uh, yes, we will. Yes, there will be <laughs> updates. <laughs> Is there any uh, sequence we like miss? Because those are, you know, these are the big. We got the. Uh, I, I liked any time blood was everywhere and nobody noticed. That's so uh, fun. The balloon popping yeah, in, the in the library I liked yeah. a lot. I I also uh, this is also another like good Richie moment is when they go back to the library after dinner and he just starts doing like a really bad bit and the <laughs> only person that's like kind of laughing is Eddie. He's like, hi, you're funny. And then <laughs> Mike just turns around and goes, Stan's dead. <laughs> like, I, like he like is on the, he's like, well, he goes beep beep Richie. And then, um, uh, immediately is like trying to, you know, has a conversation and it's like, Stan's dead. <laughs> and it like speaks to like each of, uh, I mean, I think each of the characters, um, characterization yeah 
but just like completely bad timing. Yeah. Uh, I loved the library set so much too. That felt like very, uh, that felt very home to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the balloons popping in the library and the so blood going everywhere. I loved that uh, so much. I remember the first time I saw it, really digging Stan's head, call like talking shit to everybody in the refrigerator. Uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. This time it didn't hit as hard, but um, yeah, it's still I don't know fun, fun concept at least. Uh, I also think Stan. Adults and in this, f- the brief amount we see him is written with a lot of like, I don't know. He felt very whole to me for having been on screen for not a lot of time, sure. and yeah. it was both I think the actor and the way that, um, the way that the phone call was like either scripted or shot or something. Um, that yeah, it, it didn't feel like even though he is like kind of a plot device. It and in in the miniseries. Um, he, th- that scene didn't feel like a plot device as much as it could have, and I think yeah. that, that was really thoughtful. Oh, the guy who played Stan served two terms as the president of the Screen Actors Guild. We salute you. Hail wow. to the chief. Thanks. Richard Masseur. And he was in the movie Heartburn, mm. the uh, based on the Nora Ephron book. Mm. Oh, which I, wow. Which I watched early in quarantine and mm. had a wonderful time. And I, ha- well, I had a copy of the book, but I don't anymore. Is that your parents, or did you get rid of it? It's at my. It was my mom's copy, so it's at their house. Yeah. So, someday, listeners, maybe if it goes well, I'll read <laughs> Heartburn second. I mean, is there something again? Like, if it w- is the DMCA thing, does that work for reading a book? Like, can you just be on Twitch reading a book? Or, uh, oh, that feels like. Surely you can. Well, I don't Probably. know. It's the same way when mm. you put in any physical media, there's the warning. It's like, this just should not be played in a waiting room. <laughs> or, like, it lists, like, specifically, you cannot. The pu- public is defined by waiting room. Uh, yeah. This, but, like, anything that is not a home, essentially. Mm. I think you could get away with it for a little bit. But, like, if it got very famous, it'd be like, wait, no, you can't just do that. Yeah. Give us money. Yeah. But publish publishing's dead. No one's checking. They ain't got the money to to pay someone to go after a, a Twitch streamer <laughs> reading a book. It, um the future is TikTok. No. No. You guys got crypto? <laughs> I'd say um, we need to make this podcast an NFT. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I've at least an episode. Let's have one episode like Wu Tang Wu Tang's album, where it's like the whatever. What's their most anticipated episode? That's the one we should do. Mm-hmm. We'll do a review of the uh, McDonald's. Right, exactly. Wh- whatever that is, we'll make the NFT, and then we'll be rolling in it, dude. Sounds. It sounds like it's kind of hard, but you can do it. People yeah. can make uh, NFTs. <laughs> People can make them, man. You got to buy some Ethereum, I think. But, yeah, you can do it. You know, I saw uh, Alex Winter's uh, documentary about crypto, and uh, mm-hmm. I still don't have any idea what the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> and there's apparently, like, you have to get modems that, like, do physically mining it that get overheated or some bullshit. I don't yeah. understand it at uh, all. Uh, my, all I know about crypto is that um, it takes a lot of those crazy modems, yeah, and they are incredibly... 
uh, harmful to the environment. Right. It's yeah. uh, the whole the point is, is yeah. moot. It's just like so yeah. it being digital doesn't fucking help anything. Um, and the dumbest thing I heard was the, the founder of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, goes, well, actually, in a weird maybe crypto could actually save the environment. It's like, how? It's like, well, you know, if we just move to a totally solar powered, then it's fine. It's like, right. So if we entirely change the way power in this country works. Right. If we solve the problem and still do crypto, crypto is not so bad. Dumb <laughs> <Yeah>. logic <laughs> uh, yes, from Jack Dorsey. Who would have thought? Yeah. I uh, officially don't think that guy's very smart. Oh, on the <laughs> that, record. That was, that was the straw that broke the camel's Bold. back. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm willing to say that on mic. I don't think he's a smart guy. Um, I, uh, Henry doesn't seem to be as much of a character in this one, I will say. He doesn't seem like a threat, even though no. he's uh, very like prominently in this. Yeah. He never seems like a threat. It and just I really... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I think the I think the delicate juggling that you have to do is like having the bully seem like a threat when there's also this cosmic threat. Right. And it's that's understandably hard. Definitely. But it definitely feels more like I don't, I don't like the term fan service, but it just, it just does feel like well, it's in the book, so here it is. Whereas I do think right. in 2017 and chapter 2, it definitely feels more like a through line that is pertinent sure yeah yeah, yeah. M- maybe more so just in ch- the first one not so much chapter two actually yeah because we do get to see them more be kids yeah in, in 2017 um and like they do seem like a real threat when yeah. you're just spending a lot of time around these kids oh uh this just reminds me when uh ben goes back and the fat kid falls down there and he helps him <laughs> I up like that yeah it was nice but it, i'm just coming at it from that kid's perspective it's just it's like, uh, um, get away. <laughs> it's, like, it's like going back to your high school and walking yeah. around and being like, man, this used to be like blah, blah, blah. And like the kids walking past you are like, the fuck? Yeah. It's just like going up to a kid going, hey, that used to be my locker. Like, <laughs> and they're like, okay, okay sir. <laughs> okay, sir. Goodbye. Anything else? I don't know. We hit the effects. We hit comparisons. We hit characterization. Uh, we hit Tim, Tim Curry stuff. Um, yeah, Tim Curry's good. I, I know we said it, but I think it bears repeating. Yes. He's good in yeah, this. Yeah, it's really good. Um, excellent performance. Um, yeah, I that I ran through my notes. JZT. Uh, they're well. Okay. Yeah, let's get into one it. One note, and this is what we've. I think in the last episode we talked about how apparently in the book there's a weird orgy in the sewers yeah yeah yes and uh just a fun quote again and then uh, just speaking to it's like it's like this fun thing of like people like well we're trying to defend it when it's like he clearly was just coked out of his mind yeah. and like yeah. it's like yeah parts of it just don't make sense or work because the guy was <laughs> right not it in is a good that place, difficult thing where it's like oh you can still like it and yeah, not yeah, like yeah. that and scene. Think it's <laughs> <a> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah 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 it's like you can be like yeah parts of this are bonkers but yeah. here's the thing i've never met a person that said this is a good book uh, <laughs> sure yeah. so yeah yeah but I just, there's a fun quote in the Wikipedia where it's like, the book's sexual content aroused controversy. Smith considered the book's description of childhood sexuality to be questionable <laughs> and was particularly shocked by a scene of the Losers Club engaging in an orgy. However, Hendrix, 
some critic, I guess, identified this moment as, in a sense, the heart of the book. And a, thema- <laughs> and a thematic demonstration of the crossing from childhood to adulthood and concluded that it is a way for King uh-huh. to tell kids that ha- that to tell kids that sex, even unplanned sex, even <laughs> sex. What e- the fuck? Even sex that's kind of weird. Even sex where a girl <laughs> loses her virginity in the sewer can be powerful and beautiful if the people having it truly respect and like each other. <laughs> I Here's the thing. I think these characters truly respect and like each sure. other, but I don't think any of that is true. Otherwise, it's true. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that, like, when when people talk about the the other sexual things in it it's more like implication based rather than like um the the very obvious orgy scene that is in the books <laughs> and so like i think that's something that is like can you know when when we talk about how you know almost like the harry potter fiction of like taking things out of the book's context there are some things that uh and like adapting it or whatever there are some things that very much are left behind because they make no sense. And, yeah. like, that is one of them. And so, <laughs> like I said a couple minutes ago, I've never met a single person that is like, it's a good <laughs> book. You should read it. <laughs> it's more like, it's more like, yeah, this thing, the conversation that I've been having, like, after, like, watching miniseries is more like, yeah, it just, you know... It's there if you want it, <laughs> like, if you want to read it, like JCT. Um, but it, it, you know, that stuff like that in the book is indefensible and like. Um, well, no, no, Hendrix really just defended it. <laughs> Hendrix defended, <laughs> defended it. So <laughs> obviously, broad, it's not. <laughs> yeah, in the broad sense, it's like take it or leave it. Uh, yeah, um, the the book itself. Right. Uh, I'm gonna leave it personally, but Likewise. if you please let us keep us posted. I mean, someone should going. take it, right? You gotta take it, dude. <laughs> oh, I will take JZT, it. JZT, but Hendrix already <laughs> took it, so you don't have to. Oh, damn it! It's taken. <laughs> damn, so your Hendrix. Two, your two pieces of media are <laughs> it on DVD and it a paperback book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. No uh, box office, right? We can't play the no, box office. No, we can't game. do box office. But can we do uh, ra- the the ratings? I'm kidding. Oh yeah, JZT pulled the ratings of the week. Let's see. Oh, I I have oh I have I found I found something. Okay. This is not quite my story to tell, but Sean bought a used copy of Pet Cemetery a couple of years ago, Ooh. and I have a I have a screen I have a picture of it. In the book, there was a piece of cardboard that says, Dan, I still say that Stephen King is the devil, but if you enjoy his books, that's okay. Happy reading. Love you and miss you, Jenny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is, I think is very sweet and yeah. funny, um, and I think about it a lot. So, hey. you know, go forth, JZT. Yeah, and Dan and Jenny, if you're listening, let us get in on some of that context. I would love to hear what's going on <laughs> between if you guys are still... I don't know if your brother and sister are together or mom and son or whatever, but just let us know what's going on, Dan and Jenny. What's up, JCT? You're having a galaxy brain moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, that reminded me of what is the movie? Synchronicity or uh, Serendipity, Serendipity with John Cusack? Serendipity and, with John Cusack, yes. And uh, I want to say a woman named Kate. You want to look uh, it up? 
Yeah. I've seen Kate. that movie more times than I can count and oh. cannot tell you because uh, my mom loves it. Mm. Um, my mom loves it, too. I watched it, it with her. It's such a mom movie. Oh, it's Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. What One of the it, best Kate. You just thought about it or? Just thought about it. There's a part of you know, there's writing in books and trying to find the book. And yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So I'm looking up. The, I'm trying to find the ratings for the miniseries here. I was kidding. You don't have to do that. <laughs> I found something, but then I don't make. I can't make sense of the numbers or. The yeah, I've never understood any of the numbers when it comes like, to ratings. Oh, to- two four. Well, it's ratinggraph.com. I think this is more just ratings of the website. Whatever. Yeah. It did very well. I I read on the Wikipedia for yeah. it. It uh, whoop doo doo doo. Oh yes. Why it did so good? The ratings. This you also have to understand. George H. W. Bush was president when this came right. out. Different yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Different for, time. For instance, we have a different president now. Yeah, we got a whole different president. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the oh, he was visiting the Persian Gulf at the time. Okay. When oh, did yeah. it air? Was this spooky uh, no, season like or November, November? November of uh, 1990, I think. Okay. Uh, sweeps month. As gotcha. they call it. Is it is it actually sweeps? November? It was, yeah. Uh I guess I think there were yeah. Cool. I think there were like two sweeps maybe back yeah, then. Yeah, I feel like There's spring like sp- and fall are the Yeah. Again, huge Jay Leno fan as a kid. I feel yeah. like I was always hearing about it. It's sweeps week, it's sweep hey. month and sweeps. Yeah. The last I feel like I've heard of it was when like at the height of the NBC sitcom. Like uh, in the two thousands. Like I feel like that's the last time I heard of somebody talk about sweeps week. Um, because maybe there was a sweeps week at that time mm-hmm. and it is no longer, or maybe it was like a joke on what, I, I don't know. Well, so much of it was tied into like advertisers, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, that's when they renew their contracts or sign mm-hmm. deals for the next period. So it's like, we got to, oh, you have the best ratings. We will give you all this money. Mm-hmm. And, um, and now it's all something else. It's digital now. Do you guys ever use Pluto TV? I don't think so. It's a streaming service, but it has channels on it. So something's mm. like ju- it's like if you are a person who likes channel surfing, all I of do. the shit that's yeah. still on demand, but is there. But it's just like I don't know. You turn it on, and it's in the middle of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. You can watch it from the beginning at the click of a button if you want, or you can flip around and see what else is on this channel and that channel. And that's, it's it's interesting. It's the kind uh, of thing that seems to be um, developed and pitched to stand out from other things. Yeah. But the thing that works is <laughs> the other thing. Right. Right. <laughs> it's it's certainly uh, uh, a, a little brother situation, uh, you know. But it there it was interesting. What I was trying to watch Motel Hell, and it was like the only thing that had it on there. And I thought wow. it was just a just a streaming service. And when I want went on, it was like. You know the the Wayne's World DVD menu of uh, the the what you know each channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, that's the, the, there is that initial charge of like, oh yeah, this used to be how life worked. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, let me go to the on-demand part. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just thought. Sounds that nice. Interesting. Well, all right. I, I think we're. Are we re- any other final thoughts? I think or that's it. Yeah. I mean, I think we. I got. I went through my notes. I had a good Wait. time. Oh, one last thing. Mm-hmm. We have to. On record, I heard someone saying the monster mash last night. 
Uh-huh. Where'd you hear that? Friend of the show. Mm. Sean O'Brien oh. said. John doxed me. Sean doxed you. <laughs> yep, he I sang the Monster Mash with my wife at karaoke last night. Wow. Where yeah. were did you guys karaokeing? Um, Koreatown. Oh, fu- yeah, that's the place to do it. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Wow. And Aaron, you sang a killer song? I did, yeah. Wow. How did you hear <laughs> their new album of theirs? No, I haven't. Ca- I know a That's lot of good. people like their more recent stuff, but I haven't kept yeah. up with them at all. Yeah. Last two albums I was are very fun. You yeah, never... just you were not a big Killers guy. Yeah, I liked like the big single, but ne- never a big fan. These last yeah. two albums have been very fun, and I'm thinking about going to see them <laughs> in concert one year from now. <laughs> Dude, sweet, sweet. Hey. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. Buying concert tickets a year from now is a promise that you make to yourself. <laughs> that is like how it works, though, right? I'm not a concert guy. Is that like the yeah. only way to do it? Um, not the only way, but it, it is common. To ensure, yeah. Okay. For really big shows, that's yeah. the thing that you do. Like if you were gotcha. seeing like a show that would be at like Barclays, Madison Square Garden, gotcha. like those, are, you know, the big, big New York venues, like, yes, that is, you do it. Otherwise, I think, I don't know, smaller shows maybe are like, four to six months in advance which also annoys me because that's also just far enough for like i don't know what my yeah weirdly a year makes more sense than sure to me than that yeah Uh, i don't know it's like four to six months from now what if i have a different job and i work these nights but so it goes yeah uh yeah it's a promise you make to yourself i will go Mm -hmm. see this on this date Mm. i did like years ago pavement were reuniting for the first time and i was like wow and but i was in college and it's like a year in advance like okay i guess i'll buy this ticket and then i was lo and behold living in london at the time wow. i never knew you lived in london i studied abroad and i lived okay. in london yeah it was fun good for you oh, it was great the best and worst of times very fun i i uh yeah they How about that trip trans- to Belgium, though? Huh? Oh, boy. <laughs> Not so good. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad time in Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, sorry. Amsterdam, my bad. Am- yes. But I saw Jackass 3D in theaters, and that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's an activity you can do in Amsterdam for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, went to the Blues Brothers Weed Cafe. Nice. That's right. They got a Blues Brothers-themed weed shop there. Weed has a... How many colors are associated with weed, man? You would think pick the one, but they got green, purple, blue now too. Hey, take me to pick your a, dealer. Pick you know? a lane, weed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's all I got. That was a fun. I mean, fun tag to the yeah. episode, y'all. Yes. Well, thanks for having me of back. Of course. Oh, anytime, uh, Eric. We're, we're still recording, right? We're still recording. We're still yes, recording. Yes, we're still recording. Let's uh, talk about uh, your podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's um, right. Right. So Moody's Pod is doing a Pete and Pete miniseries, um, just the the specials um, and the album. And yes. if you subscribe to it, sometime they'll be on your, your podcast hey, device. There you go. Mm-hmm. Follow yeah. now. No more subscribe. Follow, oh, I'm sorry. Follow podcast now. Yeah, I understand. I love I just, those minor distinctions that I <laughs> just all recently, I not for podcasts, but I did just recently adopt Spotify. Same. Ah. So. Same. Yeah. Uh, so Moody's Pod, 
you know, the back episodes are about an Amanda Show sketch called yeah. Moody's Point, mm-hmm. and uh, they're all pretty short form podcasts, and I hope you enjoy them. So give Check it, it out. Follow, and uh, probably listen to Aaron on I Was Scared 2 in, I don't know, two months. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Probably we, less we than should, that, you know. We should do what we usually do and like set something to yeah for a later date. Like, well, just, I, like let's do maximum overdrive. Let's hell yeah. Oh, that's King. a great yeah. That's King's talking kings. Let's do it. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Maybe maybe by the end of the year we'll do a maximum overdrive episode. Yeah. Maybe it'll be in t- or twenty. 22. Who knows? JCT's freaking out. What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Just a joke of like, but we previously were Kings Talking King with Josh Rubin. Surely we don't want to upset him by pushing him out. Sh- surely he really. You know, really no, no. Hey now, hey now. It's a it's a fluid series. Yeah, yeah. Anytime King comes up, it's Kings Talking King. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, podcasts replace hosts all the time. That's true. He has but Josh, if, if if Josh wants to come and reclaim the throne, I think we have to have a horror movie trivia contest to decide who's the real third. King. Yeah, <laughs> and I also, would to lose. Be clear, to be clear, <laughs> I would was, lose. He, I think he had a fun time or a fine time. Yeah, uh, don't. Uh, yeah, I, he's. Cool. I don't know. I think an email away. I think we could if we wanted get Josh back, talk mm-hmm. more king if we wanted. I think, I think so it's possible, too, probably. It's a matter of just getting up the courage to hit send, JZT. Yeah. Ain't oh boy, is that my life in a nutshell or what? All right. Uh, <laughs> we gotta right. I gotta go to work. All right. All right. <laughs> well thanks for having me. This yes, is fun. I'll see you in the maximum overdrive episode and yes. maybe sometime else. Hell yeah. All right. Absolutely. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. We love Goodbye. you. We love you. We love you. Truth can be dangerous. Telling the truth can be dangerous business Lying and podcasting go hand in hand If you admit you were scared of a movie Then I was scared too could be your jam